1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Heidi Magnuson of New Leaf Design. Heidi, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Thank you, Gresh. It's awesome to be here. I've been looking forward to it.
1: Me too. Definitely been looking forward to this one. And before we jumped in so you can hear about all the awesomeness that Heidi does, I want to read a little bit more about her so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And in 2001, Heidi founded New Leaf Design with the mission of listening to the client and putting in that extra effort to create an amazing product. Today, the firm boasts national and local clients with a wide range of work. Mm -hmm. Heidi's design has been recognized for its excellence by Howe Magazine, the Web Marketing Association, and the Association of Educational education publishers. Heidi, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
2: I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with the business.
2: Okay, sure. Um, I was actually a photography major in college. And when I was doing that, I realized that I probably did not have the personality type to, I'm not In your face wanting to, you know, I I just didn't want to do that for photography and um, wasn't really interested in wedding or portrait photography so I decided I wanted to be a graphic designer from a class that I took during college and During my summers got internships and created a working portfolio before I graduated. So that's how I got my first job after college is graduated I had a portfolio even though I didn't have a degree in design I had worked for three agencies before I graduated college Um, and then I worked for different agencies for a while I stopped for a few years moved to Japan came back I had taught English in Japan I wanted to do something else and actually the agency that hired me then was really interested because I was a designer that had totally different influences than what they were seeing around here at that point So they really liked that I had traveled a lot, that I'd been to a lot of different countries and that actually helped me get the job. I worked for them and was promoted an art director for the web department, which is how I even got started on any web design at all. Um, And then the dot coms in this area, we're in the Washington DC area, started folding and our agency lost 70% of its business, probably within about six months. And I happened to be pregnant at the time and (laughs) I was on maternity leave when everybody got a letter on their desk saying they were either let go or they were on 50% of the agency got let go that day. Mm -hmm. And I got a courier letter in the mail guy knocked on my door. I had a three week old baby and it said I was let go. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: It was a really rough time. I was terrified. I couldn't really go on job interviews because I had an infant at home. I was supposed to be on maternity leave. I didn't have any plans for who to watch her or what to do. Um, and I just thought, you know, this is my time to try this. When am I ever going to try to start my own business? This is the perfect time. I have a severance package. All everywhere is, you know, in the areas folding. Unemployment is higher than it normally is. So it was just a kind of kick in the butt to... Do it now or never, and don't complain in the future if you don't get what you want, because you gotta try. So I didn't know how to go about getting clients. The first thing I did was randomly find a logo competition online for $150 if they chose your design. You weren't even gonna get paid if they didn't. So apparently a bunch of people, I guess, who also didn't have jobs applied for this, and lucky for me, they chose my logo design. Nice. And um, that's how I got my very first $150 that I taped on the wall. That's how New Leaf Design started. <laughs> and um, I actually ended up working for that client for a few years. And then when their marketing director left, because she was having a baby, um, she put me in touch with a magazine that she wanted to work on, a community magazine. And they weren't looking for a marketing person. They were looking for a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. She referred me. They became my largest client for 11 years straight. I built the back of the business on that because it was incoming work every single month. I knew it was coming. I knew when it was coming. I knew how much it would be and I could feed in other pieces around it. So that's how it got going.
1: Nice. I love to kind of hear, you know, how you've been able to kind of transition that as somebody who's gotten laid off as well. I know how frustrating that can be. I didn't even have a newborn. So I can't imagine, you know, what that was or how that is going through. But I love how you said that, you know, just kind of having the, the mindset or maybe the mentality at the time is just trying to go for it. You don't have anybody else to blame but yourself. And I think obviously during a time like this where so many people are yeah. experiencing layoffs and frustrations and fear, I think a lot of times we need to remind ourselves of that even despite the fear, you wanna take those steps and sometimes really phenomenal things can come out of it.
2: Yeah, in times of change like this, there's a lot of opportunity that can come out of it too. And it is really hard to have that mindset sometimes and everybody gets down, but I think you're right. There's lots of job shifting going on. There's still tons of people hiring. So yeah, could be a good time to make changes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's definitely a transformational time. So I I know we talked a little bit about that change. We changed to New Leaf Design. Can you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing with your clients and how you serve them with all your awesome work?
2: Um, So over the years, I've kind of developed a real passion for doing nonprofit and association work. I love the idea of helping different groups that have a real, I don't know, a passion or a mission behind what they do. Um, I remember when I first started doing graphic design, I just thought, I don't want to be that person that they're just paying to like throw away ads and nobody really cares about it. And Mm. you know, I just didn't want to do that type of work. Um, So for me doing nonprofits and associations are my absolute favorite. I've also joined a networking group too that I do a lot of small local businesses, and that can be fun too. It's not as, as steady ongoing work, but it's kind of nice to have clients that I can meet or see. Um, some of the nonprofits aren't really, you know, a lot of them are in this area, but some of them I've worked with people that I've never even met with in person, just because mm-hmm. they don't they don't live anywhere near us. So we're always on conference calls or Zoom or whatever, which is typical now, but. I do like the small business aspect of it too. Um, But really my passion is nonprofits and associations. And um, I'd say for local clients, I do a lot of website work for the nonprofits and associations. It's usually around their events and their conferences and their marketing materials, not as much their website, other than doing, you know, banners because a lot of them have huge established websites with big databases behind them. So
1: nice and i absolutely love that it kind of sounds like um correct me if i'm wrong those service-based entrepreneurs those entrepreneurs that are doing um their organization or their business that have a really strong mission behind it i imagine that when you get to design as you said it's not just design it for somebody to see it but it's designed to really make a change and make an impact that sometimes even goes farther uh amongst the mission
2: yeah no i love doing that yeah nice to learn all about it too
1: yeah, exactly. What
2: I love about my job is just learning about all the different things that are going out there as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was actually going to ask that because um, you, you mentioned that photography aspect that you have kind of in your back pocket, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like that has helped you um, in your business, but also in maybe interacting with clients or even from a creativity
2: standpoint? Oh, definitely. I think they just go hand in hand. And I think that if you don't have a good eye for photography, you don't have a good idea for design either because Mm -hmm. half of design is how you're representing what people want to come across and a lot of that can be with photography or illustration and I'm not a wordsmith as much as I am just really visually um love doing that sort of thing and photography plays right into all of that so even though I don't do it very much professionally I do a little bit of it professionally Mm -hmm. um It just helps in being able to pick out things and think of projects with, I don't know, kind of a different eye than they're used to seeing with photography. So I really enjoy that part of it. But so many clients right now use, there's just millions of stock photos out there. Mm -hmm. And there's really fun things you can do with them. So I find it few and far between that people are actually hiring a lot of photographers, unless it is photographers like at their big events, like their conventions or their, you know, then they hire people or for their headshots business-wise. Yeah. But a lot of companies aren't paying to get those high-end studio shots that they used to do for a marketing piece. They're just not doing that because you can find it online.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes so, so much sense and, and being able to kind of, I've always felt like that, uh, I guess creativity is kind of like a muscle when you're able to kind of flex that out in different ways. Mm-hmm. It manifests itself, obviously, in something you're designing, but obviously in the photography in so many different ways. But I think mm-hmm. you have to continue to kind of uh, flex that muscle or work out that muscle or, or else sometimes you might lose it, so to speak.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's <laughs> fun. I mean, I view creativity, you can do it in so many ways. So I don't know, I've, I might've mentioned this before too, but I think it's all interrelated. I love interior design. I love all those house flipping shows that everybody's addicted to, I love colors, I love nature, I love painting, I, you know, all of it, I think just all visual.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And do you feel like, um, I was going to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. Do you feel like being able to kind of tap into those different, uh, I guess, modalities of creativity is what you feel kind of helps and sets you and, and New Leaf Design apart?
2: Yeah. And also, I mean, yeah, I love, I think I you can get influences from anywhere. And if you're a creative person, you often do. So you can't just always look at the same avenue. I don't know whether... I don't know what you would call my secret sauce, but I do like one trick I use if I'm just struggling Mm -hmm. with a design and I can't do it, then, you know, I'll set it aside for a day or three days, or, you know, I go for a run or a walk or do something completely different where I'm not thinking of it at all. And all of a sudden it's just like, when it comes, it comes and it's just goes and it's easy, but you can't, sometimes you just can't drag it out and it takes hours. So just... Mm -hmm. Do something else. Do something mundane. There's a million things you have to do in your business. So if you're a creative professional, do one of those other things and then come back to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
2: I would say my my actually my downfall is probably because of the creative side of my personality. I'm not really good with the organization side and mm-hmm. I will be watching your other podcasters to figure out more of that. Okay. Um, I guess my hack is just being able, like you said, to kind of what I said before, just be able to recharge, take a break, know when you are at your limit and step away from it, be able to balance your work and your family and you know your your schedule as much as you can because life is a balance of all of it and if you're always working or you're, you know, you just, you can't live like that.
1: Absolutely, so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
2: I think maybe my nugget would be never afraid to be afraid to try new things because that's always where the growth happens and has happened for me. And the things that I've been the most scared to do have been the things that are the most rewarding to me.
1: So um, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Heidi, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: I think being a CEO means that you are in charge of your destiny. I mean, you can decide when you want to work, what you want to do, how you want to shape your business, how you want to, if you want to live a holistic life where you're balancing your work and your family and your vacation time and do things that you're passionate about. If you're your own boss, you can go whatever direction you want. And I think that's truly powerful to be able to do that. And it's awesome. And I think I may be forever broken for working for a new video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you and me both. And uh, I think it is, it's so funny because I often you definitely appreciate that. I often talk about the CEO as being kind of like an artist and you have a blank Kevin. So you get to kind of paint the picture that you want. And mm-hmm. just as you kind of spoke about, you know, how much time you're going to spend with family, how much time you're going to spend in work, you get to kind of paint that adjusted and change it at your whim, so to speak, to, to some degree. And then it gets to be that masterpiece that you want to be your, your CEO or your business or, or your entrepreneurial
2: venture and you can change it and shift it as you want and it's your you know if you're in a job you don't necessarily have that option but if you're a ceo and you are interested in something different you can start to steer the business that way Mm -hmm. um it's it's great it's nice to have a flexibility
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Heidi, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on.
2: Oh, okay. Um, Well, Heidi, um, at New Leaf Design, Heidi Magnuson, it's new-leaf-design.com. And lots of hyphens, which as a web designer, I did not know then. I know now. <laughs> That's really terrible. So I will never advise you to do that.
1: <laughs> you can
2: reach me at Heidi at New leaf designcom um, And I don't know. I just think that it's, it's great to try and take a chance and to pursue things. And especially right now. When, as Gresham and I were talking, everything is changing for so many people. There's so many opportunities and nobody knows what this is going to be like in the future and how it's going to forever change real retail space and offices. And so try to look for opportunities and don't be afraid to change because sometimes it's the best thing that you can do
1: absolutely and to make it even easier we will have the links and information in the show notes as well so that you can get in touch with Heidi but I definitely appreciate that you know reminder because so many times uh, I always heard that kind of change is kind of like being on jungle gyms and if you don't let go of the jungle gym before you to swing to the next one you'll be stuck exactly where you are and I think we can't be afraid to kind of let go and swing to the next jungle gym so that we can kind of progress and take those steps and evolve as individuals so I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And no. you're
2: worth <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you. And I hope you have a great rest of the day.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.